Welcome to Olives and Pimentos podcast. I have uh, Mike from Krusty Media on. What's going on, buddy? Hello. There you go. That's a nice sound. Check, 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 one, two. Check, 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 one, two. Well, this is weird. I'm on the other side of the podcast. That's odd, eh? Yeah, you also you do Krusty Media and you also have a podcast. What's yours called again? So Krusty Media is like uh, uh, the, the, the umbrella. There's like an umbrella underneath Krusty Media of all the things I do. And the podcast is called the Miserable Failure Podcast. Wonderful. And uh, so, how did uh, how did Krusty Media start? Krusty Media started because I got fired from a job, and um, it gave me the push I needed to actually start doing concert photography and making music videos full time. Now, where were you working before, or do you care to? I was working at a place in Mississauga that, uh, before marijuana was legal, uh, I was assistant to a person who owned five locations that sold bongs. Oh, perfect. Right on. And I, I was the one who would take all the photos of the bongs to post on social media. Wonderful. Yeah. And then, fun. yeah, totally. And then now you do Crust Media. You take uh, a lot of really fun pictures of punk rock bands metal bands like is there any other genre that you don't do or um uh, i i mean i i think my biggest focus would be punk and metal and then hardcore and rock and everything kind of be in between that i haven't really gotten asked by anyone like in country or hip-hop music but i i would yeah uh, you know I, I would do it but i just i guess you know know what you're good at and then people will flock to you i guess i, I don't know yeah well it's the same thing about the pod here like we, like originally it was supposed to be about because uh, i work as a chef full time so the first episode was with a chef that i went to school with and stuff like that and then uh i threw it out there and then i knew another band and then I said, you know what i enjoy punk rock and i enjoy hardcore and metal and everything music yeah and then I oh, said, yeah. let's do the cooking thing on the back burner and just focus on music and bands and banter, if you will. And you have so many friends on your on so many of my friends on your podcast. Greg from BWC. Greg, Greg, he's I've known that guy for you know twenty five years. He's a great dude. Uh, yeah, man. I'm just going through your list here. <laughs> uh, Spencer from Truth. I mean, I did I did a bunch of Truth videos last year. Yeah. Great dude, Steve from Belvedere was on my podcast. Yeah, that's actually probably one way. Uh, like Steve was actually really nice to do it and stuff like that. And then I did um, did a pod with him. And then usually what I do is I just go fly by the seat of my pants. Um, but for that one, I decided to uh, ask write down questions, and yeah. it's not my best one. Like I love Steve, and Steve is Belvedere is probably one of my top five favorite bands of all time but yeah. from my end it was kind of shite so you're, you were were you nervous like when you were yeah see like i think it's i work a lot better if i just right now like i'm just talking to you like i could talk to anyone on the street yeah um, so when i started my podcast i would like do extensive research on the person and like I would write down a bunch of questions so that if any if there was a moment of silence, 
I would immediately have a question in front of me I can ask. Yeah. So if you, if you let me go back, I have 70, uh, 69 podcasts out. So like the first 10, if you go back and you listen to it, you can like, it's like you can tell I'm reading, but at least I can. When I hear my, I can't even listen to them now. Yeah, I know. That's the thing too, man, is like when I, um, when I did that one, that's the only one I did like that. And then when I pressed stopped, I was like, never again, because yeah, um, I think having a conversation with someone and interviewing someone is two totally different things. Yeah, and uh, I stopped doing it, and, and I feel like my interview skills obviously have gotten way better because I've done it so many times, but it's just, it flows so much better when you're not like ask, asking like a specific question and details and you're just kind of chatting with the person. Yeah. And let's so think too, that's the thing too. It's like when, if we have conversation that stops and it's usually one of the cats trying to fuck around with one of the cords, uh, on the uh, dinner table. <laughs> so that yeah, usually yeah. fills in too. So, um, so how many pictures do you take a year? That's a good question. Oh, oh wow. How many a year? Yeah. Oh boy, uh, that's uh, I, I'm 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 horrible I'm horrible at math, but uh, let's say uh, every band I shoot at least average between four hundred and six hundred photos for you know a thirty minute set. Holy shit, that's crazy! And like it's all oh. like, yeah, yeah. I know. Go ahead. Sorry. And, no, I just like I I have. I have 20 terabytes worth of photos in my in my archive, so I, I can't even give you the re- the number. It's in the hundreds of thousands. That is fucking crazy. And you've been doing this yeah. for years too, right? I have been, and and the funny part or the the crazy part is that the public, or like between me posting photos and the bands that I post photos, like I send photos to, you you probably only see about 2% of the work. Yeah. Of okay. the photos I've taken. Cause like I'll go through 500 photos. I'll pick the best 30 photos. I'll edit those photos. And then I'll look at them again and say, which ones are the best ones of those. And I will whittle it down to like 20 photos and then, or 15 photos and send that to the band. And then two or three out of the 15 get picked, right? Yeah. That's much. fucking nuts, man. That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. That's crazy. But your photos are amazing, though. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is uh, you got to love what you do, right? Um, but um, and the podcast, too, how, long's your, how long has your podcast been on for now? I started the podcast January 2021. Okay. Uh, during, it was, like, deep into the pandemic. And uh, I think the first one came out in February. So I, I, I stockpiled like five or six episodes. Oh, okay. And then you just... I started releasing like a crazy person. I would release them twice a week. Yeah. And how many do you release now? (laughs) So this this past year has been a write-off, or last year, I guess. 2023 was a write-off. I was in the studio recording an album, and I went on tour a couple of times. So I I think I only released maybe five, uh, five episodes. Right on. Yeah, I know. What, what's your uh, what's your band's name again? I'm in the Antiqueens. I play bass for the Antiqueens. Oh, there you go. I did know that. Now everyone does. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're really cool too, actually. Um, 
actually yeah, yeah, yeah man you guys are you guys are pretty uh solid um i did have an idea that you were playing bass in that i thought like you're like part-time whatever but um i didn't know you were yeah, so i was i was uh for the album the 2020 the 2019 self-titled album i played bass on that album and i like helped write the album with them and then uh they had a couple of bass players in between joined the band and and uh, we lost one during the pandemic. She kind of didn't want to play music anymore, or she didn't want to. I don't. I don't. She just didn't want to play the band. She didn't want to tour anymore. I think that's what it was. And then uh, I was in the band again, uh, just kind of covering for a while. And then uh, we had another person come in and play bass for a while, and she didn't work out. So I came back and I joined the band uh, basically full time. We wrote and we wrote out the new album, and it's coming out. Later this year. Yeah, so I re do you run the Anti Queens uh, IG or no? Uh, we kind of all do. Oh, really? kinda, yeah, because yeah. I, have, I have a podcast scheduled, you guys, I think, in February. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. pretty looking forward to it. Or March. I think it's February, March. It, it, it's, it, it, there's a podcast for them. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be probably Val or. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think it's like they mentioned they wanted to do it to promote the new album. Um, yeah, so that's it's gonna be. I can't, I can't tell you the date, but it's gonna be in the spring. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, it's totally cool. And you, you guys are on Stomp Records too, right? Yeah, we're on Stomp Records. That's. Yeah, I, I, I see that you did. Uh, yeah, Kyle from uh, Filthy Rads, and then, did you do Doghouse one? No, Doghouse. I think they're in March. I'm looking at my calendar. Yeah, they're in March end of february and then uh anti-queens cool. and then i did another i'm trying to get uh i did another uh, stomp record band too where's my hold on i should have been my... i can i can message any of them if you want just tell me who you want oh yeah no like get uh get brutal youth uh that's uh one of my no problem i love those guys best dudes in the planet favorite I made uh... all the music videos did you really yeah, so that's fucking I'm, rad, I'm, it's dude. Probably my my favorite music video of all time is is a brutal youth video called Through the Teeth. There, uh, yeah, that's a that's track four, isn't it? Uh, pretty I sure it is. Couldn't tell you what track number yeah. it is, but it's the one. It's the one. It's in a the single, right? Patty, yeah, it's a single, and yeah. Patty is basically uh, digging a hole, man-sized hole, and burying himself in it. That's amazing. I've seen the video too. It's great. No, um. So when you go out and do bands like contact you to shoot, or do you go to bands say, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna cut you a deal if I shoot this for you." Da da da. How does that work? Uh, most of the time, the band or the management is reaching out to me and saying, "Hey, we want a photographer. Can you come out? What's your rate?" Yeah. And I tell them my rate, and then. They either want to pay it or they don't want to pay it. Okay. And do you like work yeah. in between them or no? And sorry? Do you like work at like a price with them or it's like a yes or no thing or? I have a, I have general rates that I have and, and uh, depends on the, the band and the label and if they have factor grants, where they're playing, how far they're playing, it, it all, it's all determined on on all these factors so if they're if they're playing like in a small venue and they don't have a record deal or a, like a, a label supporting them on factor then and they're paying out of pocket it's going to be a lot cheaper than say you know like uh billy talent playing at the budweiser stage you know what i mean it's going to yeah. be totally different yeah and you shot that too didn't you 
Uh, I didn't shoot the. I shot them in London. Ontario. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Festival. Yeah, yeah, that was a great show. Yeah, yeah, they're a great band too. Their first two albums are fucking rad too. Um, I they're a pretty rad band all together. How's that? Um. Yeah. Yeah, but um. Oh shit! I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, no, never mind. I lost it. Um, <laughs> no, no. Like I was, I was trying to figure out what uh, what other uh, stomping I've had on here, but uh, I don't. I think I think Kyle's the only one. To be honest with you, I think I mentioned. Yeah, slime. I, I did a video for the Slime too. You had them on there. The nice guys. Yeah, they're good dudes. They were uh, they were day drinking when we were doing the pod, which was fucking wicked. Uh, about right. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of it's. I had this uh, conversation with Kyle last night too, but it's kind of rad how the punk rock scene, skate scene, hardcore scene, and even ska core is coming back, like making a resurgence, if you will, in the past couple of years. It was, it? yeah. I think. Well, I, it's. I'm it's, so bad. I'm so bad at this. Yeah. Uh, is is uh is booming i don't know escape on what, what can you name a couple escape yeah man well that's the thing too is like even if, if you go out if you go out uh west okay um there's there's a band called uh one of us um yeah they're on their album is fucking pretty rad too um it's their only album but it was on a bunch of uh um year end list if you will um and there's yeah, yeah. another another one called i believe they're called two months later um but yeah the skate punk out, out west is is huge um there's a bunch of bands out there that are blowing up okay i yeah. need to pay more attention to that i i'm so bad at it yeah i'm so bad at that i get so busy and so like there's so many times where i'll like i'll shoot a music video and then i'm just i'm listening to that song over and over and over again right I'm yeah ending the video so I just like when I'm done doing it for the day, the last thing I want to do is listen to music. Yeah, I hear you. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts, and like the last thing I want to listen to is my own voice. So I just <laughs> yeah. throw it. I just throw it on the background while I'm doing dishes or whatever. Um, but there's a lot of good bands too out of uh, coming out of the UK too. There's a band called Be Fair. Um, check okay. them out. And there's a beer uh, band beer. Um, I wish I had one right now. Um, a band called Tearjerker from the UK. Their first album is fucking amazing too. You gotta check that out. Cool, and that then there's skate punk as well. Yeah, it's like skate punk, punk rock in between there. But I just I just find it's really cool. Like even in Toronto, like the Toronto scene, the Barry scene, um, and like there's a Guelph scene too, and it's sort of um, not skate punk but punk rock, like just like uh indie punk rock if you will um yeah, in, uh, i love that uh what i love about this area like the gt area is how you can you just drive like a half an hour and you're at a different venue and it's like a, di- a little bit of a different vibe but it's pretty much the same vibe where it's just like everyone loves punk rock and everyone is having a good time and the music is always good yeah, like you, like you said, like you said, Guelph, and there's uh, like the Onyx in Guelph, and then you can go, you know, to the Queens in Barrie, and it's just like cool, and there are Casbah and Hamilton, and a million places in Toronto, and uh, there's not really a 
Well, I think in Oshawa, there's the uh, the dungeons opening. It's going to be open or it's open. I don't know. I don't know if the actually is pretty much uh, cut off. So. <clears throat> yeah, I know it's um, and it's and that's the thing too. And like you get like the shots and the pictures that you do, like for that scene and for anyone that you do shoot are fucking brilliant. Thank you. I uh, I'm horrible with compliments, and it makes me uncomfortable. Like. I, I'm, I've been told I'm supposed to say thank you, so thank you. No, it's all good, man. I, I, I'm just—I feel like I'm just trying my best to, to capture moments. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, and you are too. And like, so if I was to sit there, and I don't want to put you in the spot right now, but I'm going to. Um, what are your? Okay, I'm gonna say what are your five favorite bands? Five favorite bands. Um, I'm gonna go like local bands, not big huge bands. Cool, man. Let's go. Okay. Um, uh, well, Brutal Youth. Yeah. Um, well, they're not local. They're, they're Newfie, aren't they? They're from Newfoundland? Yeah, they're, they've, they've been in Toronto longer now than they live in Newfoundland. Oh, so, really? Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're Toronto-based. I want to say they're, yeah, they're definitely Toronto-based. Um, Bad Waitress. From Toronto, mm-hmm. um, they're an amazing, amazing band. They have a, they're recording a new album, or they just finished recording a new album, and I'm extremely excited to hear it. Their last album was unbelievably amazing. If you haven't heard Bad, Bad Waitress, definitely check out Bad Waitress. Yeah, um, shout out to Bad Waitress. Are we, does it have to be just punk? No, man. I listen to lots of hip hop too. Like I'm all over the map. Like my all over the place. Yeah, man. There's a hardcore, hardcore band, a trio from Peterborough called Cross Dog. Yeah, they're good, dude. Um, they they have a new album coming out this year as well, and I've heard that album, and I've heard all their other albums, and they are they are such a unbelievable force. They are amazing. They're going to take over the, the world. I hope they take over the world. I hope that they're, when their album is released, it's, it's named Album of the Year everywhere because they are so fucking good. And, and seeing them live is an experience. It is such an experience. Yeah. Um, I can't really say the Ain't the Queens, can I? <laughs> yeah, you can, man. I'm going to say my, my, my band that hasn't performed in four years uh called no big deal mm-hmm. they're in my top five because okay. i love them and i love all the songs that we used to play okay um and napoleon i love napoleon from toronto as well they're like they're not really punk they're more like hard rock mm-hmm. uh i don't know if you know who that band is or not no i haven't um, heard of them i'll check them out though yeah, so Scott Middleton is their manager and producer. He, he used to play in the Cancer Bats. He's got a studio in like Belleville area. Yeah, very nice guy. Uh, I, I bet you um, he would love to be on your podcast, actually. Um, that, yeah, he, yeah, Cancer Bats be cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's uh, he manages the band, and they're called Napoleon, and the great band in Toronto. What do they like? Like. They have like a lot of tendencies, kind of like like Silverstein vibe. Oh like, fuck! No way! I love Silverstein. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check so that for sure. Oh, that's five, I think. 
Yeah, it's five, four. Yeah, four, five. Well, was it five? It was five. I don't know. Maybe it's ten. Who the fuck? Who's counting? Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, the, me, it's ten. We'll say it's ten. It's all good, brother. Ten? Oh, oh no. Oh no. I don't know ten bands. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh. Yeah. I'm the same way too. Um. There's, actually, I'll, I'll say one more. There's a band in Hamilton. They're like a, a thrash metal band. They're called Lutharo. Yeah, they're good too. Yeah. Yeah, they're fucking they're rad too. So you and I were talking about before um, about your podcast, how you're doing a YouTube channel and you decided not to do it anymore. Um, was it just too much or? Well, it's, it was too much just because I have so much on the go. Like I'm doing, uh, I'm doing these interviews with people via Zoom and um, I have a guy who edits them all and like masters them. Yeah. Mixes, Mickey mixes them and masters them. So it was just too much work to like resync the audio. Yeah. Um, back with the video. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds that sounds like I'm being lazy because you're I'm not lazy at all. Them. Because you know what? Like at the beginning, <laughs> not at all, man. I'm I'm right with you on it. Like yeah. Um, and I wasn't getting views. I was like, I, like no one was going to YouTube to watch my podcast. Yeah. Or listen to it. They were all going to like Spotify is probably the biggest one. So I just I just gave up on it. Like I spend so much time on YouTube already, like editing and, and uploading videos <laughs> for Mikey and Zuke that I was just like I'm just gonna and Mikey and Zuke is blowing up and my podcast was doing nothing. So I was like I'm just not even gonna bother with the, my podcast. Yeah, well that's the thing. YouTube. Like I was gonna start uh, and okay, there's two points here. Um, I think it's weird how people, when you say a podcast, they're like, where can I watch it? Um, that's not what a podcast is. A podcast is audio, right? In the yeah, beginning. Yeah, totally. And, and I, like, I, I don't, I don't understand that part either. Like, I don't, you know, like, I don't think people want to see my fucking kitchen. You know what I mean? Like, no one wants to see my face. Like, <laughs> well, that's the same here, but it's like, their views on a podcast so like oh we're kind of watching i'm like well in the beginning a podcast wasn't something to be viewed it was something to listen to yeah and who has time to sit for an hour 45 minutes or whatever and watch dude i'll listen to one podcast probably for fucking three days because yeah. it's like um there's one i listen to right now dean blundell and like sometimes it's like an hour and sometimes it's like two hours and it's like okay well i don't have two hours of my day to sit down and listen to it or even fucking watch it so exactly like but like i was actually going to sit there and do uh do video um i like but i do have like i do live ones in the house too so i think i'll probably like do those live and like video it because the people are actually here not fucking looking at zoom right but that's it there too. That makes sense. Yeah, it's all right. Like we're doing a studio upstairs, hopefully, and just like uh, I, we live in Center Wellington, so we're right by like Lord Fergus and Guelph, and there's lots of bands, and it's an easy cab ride. And if you know you give bands like six beers, they'll talk for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a band that man, oh, yeah, what band was that? I I. Shoot, I, I did I had a podcast. There's been so many podcasts now, but I did one. The band was from Guelph. They're like a three-piece punk band, and uh, 
the guitar player, and he was a singer as well, and he had a, we were doing it through video, and he had a tattoo of Tom Green on his ass. What? And it was the funniest thing, he showed me it on, during the, the podcast, and I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing. I can't, but I can't for the life of me remember what that band was. They were a skate punk band. Who, uh, who wants to tattoo Tom Green on their ass? <laughs> he did. That's, I don't know. That's fucking amazing, actually. Good yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, Tom Green on his ass. That's like his face. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, and so, how, like, so when you, in a month, how many bands would you be taking pictures of? Like, do you know, like, how many you're going to be doing? Or is it, like, the week of or the day of? Or if the band just flies in, they're like, hey, we need a photographer? Yeah, so sometimes it's like in advance, like, hey, we're going to be here this day, whatever. Uh, and I know, and then sometimes it's like last minute, they have like a spot available or or their photographer is there or something like that. But it's not, it, it's probably uh, four, three or four times a week. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Average. Uh, it's usually quite slow in January. Uh, more, it's busier in the, in the summer. Uh, more bands are touring out in the summer when it's better weather. So. Yeah. So, do you find it hard um, balancing between between taking pictures, playing bass in the Anti Queens, and then doing your podcast? Um, I, I feel like my podcast is like. Well, you said that before. It's like on the back burner. It's, it's not really on the back one. I, I love doing it and I want to do it and when I can do it I will but it's not like a priority at the yeah. moment uh, I do have like three people I've been talking to that uh, are down to do interviews I just have to find time to do it and I haven't mm-hmm. um, which uh, I mean I have a, a little bit of time off with the Ants Queens right now and then I have a bunch of music videos that I shot that I have to edit so when I'm not out uh, at concerts playing or shooting them I'm most likely answering emails and editing music videos and I do I do a million I do a, way too much I do a million other things oh yeah I, 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 I do you know Mikey is you do you know what that is yeah I do yeah, yeah I so tried to get I, 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 I tried I'm a music video editor for Mikey and you so we're I have to do all that too yeah, the one uh, the one cover they did of uh, Goldfinger was good with Tony Hawk. Um, actually, they're all fucking good. What am I talking about? They're all wicked. <laughs> they're not all of them are good, but uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so we have a lot going on with that right now. It might seem like we don't because we haven't released a video in like, uh, I want to say five weeks or something like that, but we have... What was the last one you guys did? You guys did the one with uh, Steve from Belvedere. You guys did Propagandy, right? He's done two, I think. What was the last one he did? I totally forgot. Yeah, so he did uh, Back to the Motor League, Propagandy song. And before that, he did uh, uh, No Effects, uh, T-Punk Rock Elite. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm a huge No Effects fan. I got two tattoos. Yeah, he, he did that song too. Yeah. And I think he might be uh he's got another one I think um somewhere in archives that's kinda like uh, on the list of we gotta release. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, he was like, doing that. That was a really cool thing he was doing in in the pandemic. That was really good. Yeah, I, we, he's really nice. We we enjoy uh, working with him. He always sends great quality videos yeah. and audio, so it works out. Um, I think we have right now on the go like maybe like thirty different songs and videos we're working on, and I'm fairly certain he's there's one with him on it. I I can't really say the title. No, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. So so I'm doing I do that all the time as well, and then uh, my my buddy. Daniel DK, he's in the band from called Exciter, and he was in a band called Diamonds. He uh, he moved to LA about a year ago, but I run his merch store. So any of his merch orders that come in, I'm the guy who packs them and ships them out for him. Oh, that's... and I run his social media for him. Well, that's nice of you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he pays me. <laughs> well, yeah. He's not not going to pay you to pack up a shirt in a box, right? Like that'd yeah, be kind yeah, of fucking yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Social media is. So yeah. That's just another thing I do. I do. I wait. I do way too much. Yeah, I find. Um, speaking of social media, um, what social media? Here's a question too. What social media do you like? What social media sites do you like? And what social media sites do you hate? Or dislike? Hates too strong of a word. I no hates perfect 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 word for it um i love and hate instagram yeah uh it's a great tool for a photographer Mm -hmm. because it allows me to network and contact and keep in contact with a lot of people um and show off a little bit of my art and maybe sell a couple prints here and there Mm -hmm. but i hate it because it takes up a lot of my time yeah. Uh, I'm definitely addicted to it. Uh, I TikTok is like I I don't know. I can't stand TikTok, but I'm also addicted to it too. I but I I'll only open it and watch it. I'll like have like a time limit. Like okay, I'm I'm only gonna be on here for ten minutes. Yeah. And I'll watch a couple and then I'll turn it off. You know, like when you go sit on the toilet or like before you fall asleep i'll turn it on and that's it i won't yeah. like sit throughout the day and watch it because it's it's that shit's fucking addictive and it's like it's just it will poison your mind yeah so i try to stay off of it um facebook i mean does anyone even really use facebook anymore no well i got on facebook again i was off of it for like eight years and here's mr martini my third cat trying to get onto the laptop you little shit um <laughs> I um yeah. I just got onto like eight years ago like I was off it eight years ago and then I got back onto it and then I don't do anything with the podcast on there because it's I think it's absolutely pointless. Um, yeah, you're saying about Twitter I too? Rarely, I rarely post stuff about my podcast or anything on Facebook and Twitter or X or whatever you call it is is whatever I, I seldomly go on there I, I mostly forget that I have it yeah yeah I know like with the, I'm with you on Instagram Instagram is a really big tool for the podcast okay Mr. Martini you gotta get the fuck down or I'm just gonna <laughs> hold you um uh what do you call it Instagram's good I like that um even uh TikTok's pretty good. Like I post some like stuff that's going down on the podcast on TikTok, like um, like guests and like future episodes and stuff like that. 
that yeah, gets a lot of views. It should work. Theoretically, it should work. Oh, like um, TikTok when I works. I my podcast, I would, I would uh, post every time about I have this guy on. I would even do like little audio clips. I went all out. And then I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. It was just too much work. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, I'm with you on Facebook. Um, I don't, um, I don't post anything on Facebook. It's mostly just Instagram and TikTok, and then the odd thing on Twitter. But even that's like, who the fuck, like the only time I use Twitter, if I want to see what's going on in the NHL or NFL. Yeah. Um, and I actually, believe it or not, I, I over the the holidays, I had a sale going on my like, on my like print shop for my photos, and I, I probably sold the most photos from Reddit. I would just post on really, like, eh? I posted a couple times on Reddit, like in like, certain <clears throat> subreddits, and I got a lot of people were interested in my prints. So if you're a photographer out there and you have prints and you want to sell prints, I suggest going to Reddit. And like, like for instance, I went to the Alexis on Fire Reddit, and I said, and I posted a photo. I said I have these prints available, and all their fans saw it. And I must have sold like a bunch. You know, I went to Rancid. I went to I went to all the different bands that I post. I took photos of that I have prints available for, and it, it really worked. So there's a something for anyone who wants to sell prints. Reddit yeah. is your best friend. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I haven't. Uh, I don't have a Reddit account on there, but yeah, Instagram. But I, I'm with you on that. Like, it's I like it and I hate it because if you don't do the content, you don't get the fault. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. It's it is what it is. How's that? It is. What's your favorite uh, top three bands that you've photographed? Uh, t- sorry, that you've taken photos of, but um, <clears throat> not your top three favorite. Yeah, your favorite. Like ones that you fanboyed about. Um, <coughs> shoot. One that I fanboyed. Rancid. Yeah. Fuck, everyone likes Rancid. Uh, that was in 2019. We got to shoot Rancid with Pennywise and uh, the English beat play. I would I take uh, I would take Pennywise over Rancid. Really? Yeah, I liked. I had the same conversation with Kyle like last night. I liked the first three albums, and that's about it. But seeing them live, I had Randy. I had Randy from Pennywise on my podcast, and he's such a sweetheart, such a nice guy. Yeah, Randy's um, um, wicked, actually. Uh, second band would be Metallica. Shooting Metallica in August was like a, a fucking. Bucket list, dream come true. That's fucking wicked. What was that like? It was insane. It was absolutely insane. Yeah, I loved every moment of it. Yeah. Uh, what was their? What was your favorite song that they played? And you can't say uh, all of them. They played. They played six songs off of Ride the Lightning, which is my favorite. Fuck song you! Really? That's yeah. wicked. Yeah, and it actually it's crazy because I was I went to LA for the show, and at one point they were I was like in. I was in the snake pit, and then, for anyone who doesn't know anything about Metallica, Metallica, they have, uh, they play in stadiums, and they have, like, a donut-shaped stage, and in the middle of the donut, it's called a snake pit, and there's, there's like, four or five hundred people in the middle of the stage, and, you, and you're, like, super close to Metallica, you can walk around anywhere, it sounds amazing in there, because they have speakers, like, pointing in that general area, and at one point, I was, like, ten feet away from Lars 
and he was playing the song Ride the Lightning, and we're all fucking going crazy, headbanging, and I look over, and two people away from me was Dave Grohl headbanging too, and I was just like, well, it doesn't get any better than this. I'm headbanging next to Dave Grohl while standing in front of Lars watching Metallica play live. Yeah, that's that's a dream come true right there. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. where's the gun? Like, you could just do it there. It's like, fine. <laughs> yeah. That's so fucking did, wicked, uh, dude. It was super cool. And uh, what would a third band be? I, I feel like, fuck, what would the third band be? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe um, I'm on the spot here. No, it's all good. I'm trying, to think of, I'm trying to think of all the bands I've taken photos of. Yeah, man. Um, Tool. Okay, cool. Right on. Um. Tool played in Toronto. It was uh, Remembrance Day 2019, and about a week before, I got an email asking if I can take photos of Tool live. And, and I was like, And you said no. <laughs> immediately, I immediately was like, Fuck that band. Fuck you guys. Hell no. No, I, I, I yes. I said yes. I yeah. Yeah, you can't the, say that. Yeah, they sent me a contract stating I couldn't sell photos, I couldn't do this, couldn't do that with photos. It was strictly for them, and I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Did and you get I to keep any or no? I took photos. And yeah. It was amazing. And then they gave me a ticket, and I was able to watch. I, I could only take photos for the first song, which was like 15 minutes long. Well, yeah, they're usually about 15 or 20, aren't they? Yeah. I probably got like a thousand photos. I was just taking photos nonstop. And. They played at the the ACC or whatever it's called, uh, Scotia Bank, mm-hmm. and I was standing in right in the middle of the front of the stage, and there was a million subs in front of me in front of the stage, and the the, the bass was so fucking loud that my whole body, like the insides and everything, just couldn't stop shaking. I was trying to take these photos and I just like, I could feel everything inside me moving. It was the most fucked up feeling ever. So I would move over to the side and I would go back and like take little breaks. And then by the time the 15 minutes was up, I walked out side stage to go get my bag and put my camera away. And then I went to my seat with the thing I'd give me to watch the show. And I, I felt like my whole body was vibrating probably for like the next hour. It was, it was very intense. It's fucking wicked though, like yeah, I, I had an amazing time. It was, it was well, amazing it's, it's fucking tool. Like, well, when are you gonna fucking do that? Yeah, never. I was, like, right? I was half expecting them to, to reach out to me again when they came back to Toronto, but I didn't get the email, and I was like, okay. Yeah, no. Um, I would love I would love uh, Maynard to get uh, a perfect circle back together. I really enjoyed that band. Uh, yeah, I haven't listened to them in a long time. I saw them, I want to say, like, in the year 2000. I saw them playing at, like, Barry or something. Yeah, I think it was at the, I was at the same show, probably. I, I remember seeing them fucking yeah. so long ago. They, they have a, they have a song on their latest album. I can't even remember what it's called, but it, the song is called Hourglass. Yeah. And it's such a fucking amazing song it's totally different than like judith and all that stuff from their first album but it's still really good yeah i know they got they got dude that well even uh the guitar player uh what's his tits he plays in uh smashing pumpkins too 
James, James Eha. James Eha, that's it. Yeah. yeah. He actually just quit, didn't he? No, what? The I won't quit. say that. The other, the other guitar player quit. Okay, well, that's good because. What, quit the Smashing Pumpkins or quit uh, Perfect Circle? Smashing Pumpkins, they had like a backup guy that quit. Well, I got tickets to that big show in Toronto in, in the summer, and he better be there. Oh, yeah, he's going to be there. That's going to be a great show. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. I'm going to shoot that show. What's I'm that, sorry? I'm shoot that show. Yeah, we got, uh, I think we're sitting uh, in the 500s. Um, 500s, I don't know. We, we got the Make cheapest sure you tickets. go early for the Linda Lindos, because they're great. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I really enjoy that band, too. I'm just trying to think of... I'm just trying to think of the fucking band that I um was it this band here? No, damn it, never mind. I'll figure. It. There, there's another stomp band or whatever like. Stomp. You should try to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like with the ADD and me being mental at the same time too, um, it really doesn't help. But um, was it a, a Toronto band? No, I don't know, man. I'm just fucking was nuts it right now. It's... La... No, um... Oh, hold Black on. Smashers. No. Oh, well, they're good, though. I like that. No. Bike Thieves. Um, I'll figure Real it out. McKenzie's. Real McKenzie's are fucking. The Real Sickies. Real uh, McKenzie's are Ray fucking Gun good. Cowboy. That's it. Raygun Cowboy. I think that's what it is. I did some. Uh, put some social and put the Raygun Cowboys, and they. Uh, they liked it. So. Fuck's this. There you go. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're good dudes, too. Um, another good band, too. Check out the band The Decline, too. Yeah, they do sound like a skate punk band. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're from Australia. Sick. Yeah, they're good. Do you like that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. What's your, what's your, uh, what's your favorite uh, No Effects album? Uh, Pop Up the Valiant. Oh, that's weird. Good and work. That's, a, that's, a, that's one that no one really says. <clears throat> so, but like Dinosaurs Must Die. Yeah, that's uh, a good tune. It's such a great song. And I, I, I don't know. I just. That's one of the albums that I used to just listen to all the time. Yeah. Um, has Louise on it. Uh, I think Bottles Took the Ground on it. And then the probably the funniest song they have. It's not really funny. It's just. it. I love it. It's a great song. It's called My Vagina, that song. It's yeah, that's a good my, tune, too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's when I started really, really getting into uh, No Effects. Like, I, there are earlier albums I had heard. Mm -hmm. uh, I had seen them live. I saw them at Warp Tour a bunch of times. And I know when Public Divine came out, I just, like, I couldn't stop listening to that yeah. album. So that's my album. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite album, I think I would go, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, so Long, Thanks for All the Shoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, ribbed. And then... Um, is, uh, there, is Ribbed the one with Sellout? No, that's uh, the newest one. That's on um, uh, Self-Entitled. Self-Entitled, yeah. And yeah. actually, there's... That's a good... That, that guitar riff at the beginning of Sellout is fucking wicked, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's so good. So fucking I good. Think I, I have a weird, uh, now that I think about it, <laughs> because of what you said, I do have a weird taste for the No Effects. Because my, my first go to album for No Effects is Pump Up the Value, and my second one is Coasters. 
That's weird, man. Wow. What the <laughs> fuck? Really? I fucking love coasters. It's so good. Wow. Song first called on it. Yeah, it's such a great album. And then yeah. the Klein is probably a top three right there. Yeah, I would go. Yeah, I would go. Uh, yeah, my top three ribbed. Uh, so long. Thanks for all the shoes. Um, the decline and then the punk and Drublik and, and yeah, at the end of that, I Are guess. You go to that show? Yeah, we got tickets to Montreal, man. Nice. The first night or the second night? <clears throat> uh, second night Sunday. Cool. So I got I got a small story about uh, No Effects, um, which is like whatever. Uh, last time I saw them, I forget when it was, man. And like I'm 42 right now, and I've been going to shows since I was since '94. 95 yeah. I forgot what it was but I went and saw them and they played uh, they played like a two night stance in Toronto and I went to the second night and then Fat Mike went on stage and sat there and said he was like we paid, played all the good songs that night or the last night get ready for the B-sides and that's exactly what it was, uh, it was yeah I got that show Rhea. Uh, they played the decline. Um, yeah. Well, at the end, just to make everyone fucking happy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Because everyone was, was pissy like the, and everyone was leaving. Cool yeah. Is that, that the was coolest? Like the cool yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was uh, probably 2008 or something like that. I'm going to say eight or seven. Yeah, so, I was there. For yeah. Sure. I was there. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding? And then everyone started fucking leaving. <laughs> and yeah, then. That's crazy. I don't know why people would leave. That. Well, I don't know. Like, if I didn't get to see, like, But like if I didn't say like if I didn't get to see it's my job to heat punk rock elite I probably would have left too but I don't know I've left shows before too where it's like whatever like I you know you paid the ticket to see the fucking songs but sometimes you don't see the songs you want to play but he started playing the yeah. decline and I was like all right cool I'll stick around yeah 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 because before they used to just pay, play like a quarter or half of that right. Yeah, they would play a little snippets of it. Snippets of it? What a bunch of dicks. Uh, it's hilarious, don't get me wrong, because like, I'm a sarcastic prick too, but I get it. But when, <laughs> when someone's being a sarcastic prick to your face on stage, it's not really... It, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. What's the first punk rock uh, concert you went to? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Um, I am probably going to say... It was a band called... How old are you? I'm a year older than you. I'm 43. Oh, sweet. Okay, right. I'm really from the same era. Um, I would probably say Maryland's Vitamins. Wicked. Yeah, That's man. awesome. Um, I have a Maryland's Vitamins story. Uh, I was in a band in the 90s, um, fresh out of high school. We were called Endorphins. We were kind of like a punk, skate punk band. Yeah, I see you guys year. play. Um, and we played... Back in Toronto, they would have these like pay-to-play shows. Yep. Uh, Supernova shows, and we play with Maryland Vitamin uh, a couple of times. I remember they had a ba uh, they had a CD, uh, they had a song called Oi. Uh, yeah, well, I think the last CD they put out, and I don't. Yeah. Um, was uh, called Politics on the Dance Floor. Yeah, and. I so can't believe I remember that. We played the show with them, and we got we like hung out with them, and they're great guys. We had played a couple times with them, and then the next day, or like two days later, Green Day was playing. It was an Insomniac tour. It was '95, 
and Green Day played at uh, Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah. And during the set, during like Longview, whatever, uh, Billy Joe was like running around doing whatever he does, acting all silly. And he picked up a shoe that was on stage and like, whose shoe is this? And someone was like, it's my shoe, my shoe. Get this guy on stage. And it was the fucking singer from fucking Maryland's Vitamins. He got on stage and he started singing fucking Longview with him and then jumped back into the crowd. And I was just like, I know that guy. I was dying laughing that that, that happened. That's amazing. What was your first... Maryland's Vitamins story. <laughs> what was your first punk show? Uh, my first punk show was... Uh, Dude, that's a hard one. Um, I can't remember if it was Green Day for the Dookie tour. I saw them at the Coliseum. They played basically all of Dookie and Kaplunk. Yeah. Um, it was either that or it was... Um, I went to a cafeteria. I think it was this one. I went to... A, my brother took me. He's like, hey... My brother and my cousin, they're like, they're in high school, they're a year, a couple years older than me. Like, hey, we're gonna go to the school in Meadowville called Mount Carmel uh, for this show called Jingle Bell Rock. And a whole bunch of bands are playing in the cafeteria, you should come. I was like, okay, I was just, I was like 13 or 12. Yeah. <clears throat> and I went and it was, uh, it was Pez, it was uh, Pez played, so it was really talent. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, they're... I think, I Sorry. think that was the first one of the first like punk shows I went to. Yeah, I went to. Uh, I've seen Pez before. They're Billy Talent. Uh, here's a funny story about Billy Talent, actually. Um, so I went. To, uh, I forget what it was. I won tickets to like a new music thing off Edge One Hundred Two. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. And it was Billy Talent, and I, me being myself at that point in my youth, I was probably smoking a, a J. And I didn't put two and two together, right? So I'm sitting watching yeah. them, and I'm like, <laughs> look at my buddy Rob. I'm like, this is fucking Pez. Who, what, who is Billy Talent? Yeah, I know this band. I'm like, I saw this band fucking two months ago in Brampton. <laughs> yeah, <that's> funny. <laughs> and then he's like, well, no, this is their new band. I'm like, well, it's not a new band, just a new name. Yeah, it's the same band, new name. Yeah. Same guys. Same guys, yeah. Hilarious. So, yeah. yeah. No, sorry. Go ahead. Them and uh, um, Billy Talent in uh, Sum Forty One. Mm-hmm. They used to play back before they were real, real popular. They were like they would both play monthly at this place on College and in, in Bathurst called Ted's Wrecking Yard. Yeah, that's a fun. It used to be great, dude. Yeah, and uh, you just go go there and pay you know five ten bucks, <clears> play some pool, and and bands would play every. Every couple of weeks, they'd be there playing. I used to see a bunch of bands in uh, Brampton. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Irish Center. I don't know if you've been there or not. It's like yes, a, I have. Yeah. yeah. So well, it's been years since I thought about that place. Yeah. Well, Theo from God puked on my head when I went and saw them play there. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I used to have Theo on my podcast. That's the last oh, time did you? Yeah. Yeah. Tell him I want a ball of Pert Plus when you talk to him next. Yeah, no, that was funny. I peeked right in my head because um, they were just in town with uh, Wilhelm Scream and Flatliners too. Yes, what yeah. an amazing show that was. Yeah, we had tickets, dude, and we couldn't get down there. 
I know. I know. God was amazing. Yeah, well, a Wilhelm scream I heard fucking ripped it. So they are. They're they're so good. Uh, the Antiquities played a couple of shows of them last February. I, I mean, yeah. I've known them for years too. Oh, the, really? The bass player Brian was in the Full Blast. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, he yeah. was too. He played bass in the Full Blast. And that's why they do the fucking. That's why they do the fucking song for Ode to Canada, right? Yeah. Fuck me. There we go. Now we put the fucking numbers together. Who says you're not good at math, Mike? Come on. Right on. Yeah, no, yeah, that's him. That's crazy. No, that band. Uh, that's probably right now. That's probably my all-time favorite band right now. The the band can them and Propagandy. I love that. Yeah. I love that very much. Because um, I went my ass to show business. Yeah, done. Like anything anything song. that anything that and I respect them for this too, is that they don't okay, and here we go, and I don't want to talk shit about no effects or well whatever I will. Um They talk shit about everybody. Yeah, it's fine, no worries. Yeah, I got the E on my uh, explicit like no effects puts out they got really good albums, but they're just they, at one point they were just pumping them out, pumping them out, pumping them out, pumping them out, right? And I respect a lot of bands actually sit there and take the time. I get it, you gotta make money, da da da, whatever. But I respect the bands that take the time to sit there and to do an album every four or five years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like bands that are yeah. established. Like I get bands that who are like small indie bands and small punk bands. So like, okay, let's get the singles out and stuff like that, da da da. I get that part, but when you're already established, like Propagandy, like they've never put out a bad album. Yeah, and the last album came out in 2016. Yeah, that's Victory right. Lap. Victory is, Lap is fucking brilliant. Like ago. And like I Wilhelm Scream, they've never put out a bad album, right? I agree. A lot of mainstream punk bands, um, and that sort of genre, like that sort of uh, tier, but whatever, like you like No Facts, like they've put out. There's a, lot of poop There's a lot of shit, okay? And, like, even, like, <laughs> Rise Against. Like, fuck me, man. What happened? Like, I, what I want from Rise Against is I want the unraveling times, like, five every time they fucking do an album. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's just, I yeah, just well. don't, I don't, I understand it. I get it. Whatever. My, uh, what are your thoughts? Here's another question, too. Uh, what are your thoughts about Spotify? Uh, I love it and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Just much like uh, Instagram, uh, as a musician, I hate it because a million reasons. Yeah. Hello. Oh fuck! What? 